Hey everyone, it's me, Leah, your host and founder of the Radiant Way, a platform and brand for women who want to learn how to self-love and start living their high-vibe life. On today's episode, I chatted with May, a performance consultant and executive coach. We talked about what she does to help companies and corporations strive to be the best of the best. Enjoy the episode and as always, love you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening and supporting. And remember, you are enough. All right. Hi. Hi. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you on the Radiant Way podcast. May is a performance consultant and executive coach. She is majorly fierce and I just love her energy. So today I'm going to be talking with her about what a performance consultant and an executive coach does. But before we get into all of that, let's start off with some fun facts about May. So May, the people want to know, where are you from? Leah, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here. Um, I love your energy. We met not too long ago, and I just feel like we've always connected. You're so vibrant, and you're such a such a boss babe yourself. Um, so thank you for that intro. Um, I guess, yeah, we can start by... I am from, currently I live in Burlington, Ontario, so um, not too far from actually where you are, uh, but I was actually born in Athens, Georgia, so I'm an American and a Canadian, so that's a fun fact about me. Nice, nice. Athens, Georgia. Okay, so now is that, a, like, where in the state is Athens? Is it, like, at the north, the south, east, west? It's, like, close it's closer to the south, so it's just by Savannah, um, if you know where that is. Yep. But yeah, it's kind of to the south. Oh. But lots of like red sand. Dunes. It's kind of cool, yeah. That's cool. I want like I want to go visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been thinking of taking a trip back down just to see the hospital that I was born in. Um, with all the election stuff, I got to. Um, vote and I remember just looking at like you know the address that I had to vote at and I was like wow I really want to just go see it it would be really cool yeah 100% that would be so cool <laughs> I'm you should come. I I will I oh man I cannot wait to travel but anyway <laughs> I'm sure that's everybody right now um absolutely <laughs> What is your sign, your horoscope sign? So I'm a Leo. Um, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know too much about like the moon rising and all of that stuff, but I just know 100% I'm a Leo and I think it fits. Like I am definitely a, you know, very powerful presence, but I'm also relatively sensitive. So yeah, everything with Leo kind of fits the bill of what I am. Yeah, you are definitely a lioness, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's why we connect so well. (laughs) Yeah, what is your sign? I don't even know. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, yeah, Aquarius and Leo are like homies. (laughs) We, yeah, Aquarius, we're like, 
if I any way to describe Aquarius, we're the people, you know, that just kind of like wander and do our own thing, but we're very connected to other people. Like we welcome everybody, but it's like, you need to let me do my thing. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. You're more like an independent. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we are. It's weird though. We, it, we can be very disconnected to our emotions and mm. that is definitely a true, like, that's true about me. I can disconnect myself to my emotions at the drop of a hat. Um, but that's something that I'm also working on too, is like, it's okay to be in your emotions sure. and it's okay to express them and stuff like that. But yeah, it's very, Aquarians are very interesting people. <laughs> Yeah, I think like that's so interesting that you bring that up because it's been coming up for me a lot about like expressing your authentic self um, and like really connecting with your inner guidance system. That's been that's been a really big um, theme. Yesterday, I like posted this video and it was just like totally my authentic self. Like I had no makeup on in my reels and I just feel like the world with how TikTok and like all the platforms that people are now using it's kind of going towards being like one with your authentic self rather than like perfectly curated feeds and all that stuff. So it's just- Oh man, don't even get me started about going down the rabbit hole with social media. <laughs> it's so easy to do, right? And yeah, I think that's really good is staying true to your authentic self. And I definitely know I need to remind myself to do that. Like Leah, get, get out of social media like right this second. <laughs> yeah I've actually sorry no sorry, that's Rachel. okay no. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say I actually like set these time limits on my apps now whereas I never used to do that before because we're so living in like the past or in the future you look at your old post or you see how things like are going with your metrics and now it's like let's just get outside and try to like you know center live in that moment I feel really important. Yeah, for sure. Putting your phones down more. And sure. it's crazy because I know we're going off topic a little bit, but I find when I put my phone down and I go have fun or I go connect, you know, with people and stuff like that, um, it's when everything you've manifested happens. Like you'll get somebody dropping you a DM saying, hey, you know what? Um, I want to like I just had an existing or a returning coaching client connect mm -hmm. with me yesterday so she's I'm building a custom course for her and Amazing. it's like and it's like or somebody will message me and say hey Leah um I want to you know get on some of the Monet shampoo like mm -hmm. can we you know what are the best products for me and it's like when you put your phone down that's when those things happen Absolutely. And that is such a good reminder because it's crazy how, like, I think I posted a reel like not long ago and it was Oprah basically talking about like vision boards back when I was doing my vision board event. And she basically said like, when you focus on something so, 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 so hard and you're like obsessing over it, you're actually pushing it away. Yeah. But when, when you let it go, you kind of just put it on your vision board, but then you put it over there kind of further away from you. 
that's when the manifest you allow that energy to come in so that's it's such a good reminder thank you leah for that yeah absolutely it's all about working smarter not harder it's all about you know being in your online presence when you're feeling your most energetic self and that's when and then when you're done you put your phone down you go have fun you go do some self-care and that's when people are going to reach out to you because they're feeling that magnetic energy from you so it's like absolutely yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) all right uh do you prefer coffee or tea um I actually just only drink herbal tea because I we were talking a little bit right before we started recording and it's like I can't do I'm so sensitive to things um and anything with caffeine I just get like this extreme overwhelming like anxiety because I have so much energy already that like adding adding to it it's just like an overflow which is way too much (laughs) I feel like I'd want to see that (laughs) dude it's a jittery mess you don't want to see it (laughs) so funny Uh. Man, I, yeah, May and I were talking before this about my lovely uh, (laughs) McDonald's experience. And uh, anyway. (laughs) Okay, fave color. Green. I like green. I've always loved green. I think like, I'm super naturey person. If you look at my feet, it's all like, yeah. you know, from my, you know, from traveling or from just, I'm very like drawn to water. And a lot of the time water is bluey green. So I think um, that would be my favorite color. It's also the color of trees and money. So I like that. I like both of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tree, trees and money. Both are good. <laughs> you get yeah. money from trees. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, from the abundant universe. I feel like it's all one energy, right? Like the universe yeah. is all one abundant energy. So when you tap into it, then like it's bound to be good things. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'm all about that manifesting. Absolutely. Um, I know that you've traveled a lot. So yeah, this sure. might be a hard one for you, but favorite place you've traveled to? Honestly, that's such a hard question. So when people, when people ask me that question, generally I say, in what type of place? Like, um, is it islands that you're asking about? Or is it like continents or places with historical value? Like, because I've been to about 58 countries now, which is awesome. It's hard to, (laughs) yeah, only a mere 58. But I, I, I just feel like, I feel like I'm very in tune with, I mean, this, this is very woo woo to some people, but very in tune with the energy of different places. Um, and I'd say like my favorite energy that I felt, uh, was probably in Peru. I think that there's so much ancient, um, just energy and ancient civilizations with the Inca people. That's what they what they were called, like their native, uh, Peruvians. And yeah, I don't know. When I just look at pictures of Machu Picchu, like I'm like, wow, like I just like it more than say, you know, a city. Like I'm not really a city type of person. So for me, the greenery and then 
my favorite is that there were like these cool little alpacas running around like literally in their natural habitat so that I love oh, that um I love alpacas <laughs> You could literally just go up and pet them and they're so soft. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I do actually own a pair of alpaca wool socks and they are so soft. So Yeah, soft. They, they do have, I, I mean, I bought some stuff when I was there, obviously, um, from the local people. And it. I have this one, like, um, what is it called? Like a hat, like a toque almost that's made of alpaca and I wear it every day because it's so warm but still soft you know like you know when something's warm and it's like chunky and like hard it's like no alpaca is so soft yeah it's funny because I did um, a podcast with uh, Savannah Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to say last month yeah December December and we were talking about just climate and stuff and I, I love Savannah like her southern accent compared to like you know the Canadian accent up here she's like I know how y'all live up there it's so cold and I was like I was like alpaca wool Savannah that's so funny I love her I actually was on her she had this like craft night um, I saw that. yeah and honestly I love all the business babes like I'm just so happy we all connected through um for anyone listening I guess who who wouldn't know but we did this uh like a business boot camp course um through uh someone named kelly who's like at at the freedom babe on instagram and yeah we just learned so much from each other getting to know each other getting to know each other's businesses um it was very transformative time for i think everyone in that program so yeah i'm just so grateful for you and for savannah and for everyone i met through there i'm grateful for you too and of course like everybody and it was just such a great support group and because all of us were kind of we were starting our own businesses some of us had been doing it already but we just you know it was a great community a great network a great way for all of us to come together and talk about our own individual ventures but we also have a lot in common too and I think that's so so key um you know anybody that's looking to start a business like definitely don't do not do it alone (laughs) I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Do not do it alone. (laughs) I think it's so important to surround yourself with people on the same mission as you. And that can look different for everybody, right? Like some people aren't meant to um, have their own business. So maybe they do affiliate marketing or they do network marketing or whatever. But it's like getting around people you genuinely connect with and you genuinely have like just values and goals in common like for me it's difficult to talk to people who just don't align with me whatsoever I'm like what do we have to talk about (laughs) like literally yeah for sure and I think and it's you know whether or not that person understands your goals it's just a matter of being supportive about it you know so it's like we'll meet people every day and they'll ask oh what do you do and you know, it's, you know, whether or not you support, you know, my side gig or so-and-so side gig or, you know, our, our you know, a co- some, like a coach, it's just being that support. And that's definitely what you get when you surround yourself with like-minded women too. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 
Absolutely. And I think it's also important for men too. Like, I think one thing about the coaching industry in general is I find like there's, there's a lot of up and coming men that also need that support. And I feel like it's all energy at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if you're a guy, girl, like, or in between, you know, I feel like everyone should operate from that place of almost like a value system. So even if someone is, is pitching me a product or pitching me a service that I don't need, for example, I have a coach in there, a coach or something like that. Um, I will always, one thing that's very important to me is business integrity. So I'll always actually tell them what's going on rather than just being like, no, I'm not interested or just like blocking them or like, you know, there's a lot of people who just don't have that basic human decency. And I feel like that's, that's lost in this generation for some reason. And we need to get it back. It's, it's, yeah, like I can definitely say that I've lost followers, you know, doing what I'm doing. And that's cool. I'm, it, my service may not be for you. But there's that piece of, I feel that people need to respect when somebody is trying to better their lives, better themselves, uh, do right for their family. Um, like, you know, my story of like why I started my side like I literally went out as a single mom and had nothing I had two mattresses clothes and food we had no furniture we had nothing and I'm not saying that every and I'm not coming from a place of you have to feel sorry for me but I think that there needs to be that level of you have no idea what we do on the day-to-day basis like we like you and I um anybody in this business, the coaching world, the direct sales world, what have you, we step out of our comfort zones every Mm -hmm. single day. Like we approach people about this and that's really, really hard to do. We get on camera, we're on social media, like we're putting ourselves out there and Mm -hmm. it is not something that you were just, that's easy to do. I still get nervous and I've been going on camera for like a year straight now mm-hmm. I still get nervous when I do my live so yeah there needs to I feel like that level of respect and integrity needs to be put in place you know whether you're a business owner or not it's you know it's people are just trying to better themselves and especially during this pandemic right? absolutely absolutely yeah where I couldn't agree with you more like I think um, there, a few things came up for me with, with what you were saying. I feel like a business is going towards being a little bit more personal. So you can like people buy into personal brands more than they buy into whatever product and service 90% of the time. So that's one thing that we're all kind of just showing up way more authentically. And that scares people who are not ready to do that. That scares people who are like still, you know, in that fear stage and it doesn't matter what stage you're in, but at least have like, you know, respect for people in different phases. And then just to, just to piggyback off your point about sales, like I admire you so much because you're showing up for your daughter, you're building generational wealth. Like those are things that are, um, you know, very admirable. And, and when you say, you know, I get scared every single day showing up, it's like, I've been doing corporate sales for 
seven years now, seven years running. And every single time I pick up the phone or go into a meeting for the first time face to face, I still get those jitters. So it's not, it's, it's something that, um, when you watch shark tank or when you watch dragon's den, so for the Americans, um, shark tank, you obviously know what shark tank is, but then for the Canadians, like we have a similar version called dragon's den and they're always commending sales. They're like, what are your sales? Like, are you knocking down doors? Are you going out there and doing your best every single day and going to bed at night being like, I did the most I could for my business. And that's how people need to look at it. Like sales shouldn't be an icky sticky term. It should be something that's really celebrated. And I, I, I love movies like Wolf of Wall Street and people like things like that, where they show like the tenacity of being a salesperson. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite movies. And, you know, but I think there's also that, and I was talking to this, I was talking about this yesterday to my man. I was like, this, but there's this factor, it gets kind of icky sometimes. And it's like, I, direct sales is, can be very, very challenging. Mm-hmm. And I'm not somebody who is going to approach every single person on my Instagram or that I talk to because I don't feel that that's authentic. And I know that some people do do that. But for me, it's like my team has to be people that I vibe with, people that I get along with. Mm -hmm. And if you are an absolute stranger, I want to build a relationship with you. I'm not going to invite you to the business right away. So they're hot, like, you know, my, it might take a little bit longer for me to grow with that approach. And people in my upline, like, <laughs> I love you guys. You guys have, you know, you have coached me so well. And I value everything that you teach. But it's, there also has to be that, you know, if I'm going to invite somebody to the team, it has to be somebody that I genuinely like somebody that I genuinely want to partner with. So it's, it's talking about like, it's almost that feeling of going down the rabbit hole. It's like, okay, going through my list of people, and I'm going to just start talking to everybody. And it's like, that's not me. That's not me. And yeah, sorry, go ahead. That's okay. And on the flip side, too. And you know how I said that I've lost followers and stuff. I think And my heart goes out to people who, you know, you're watching me, you're watching so-and-so, you're watching this person, and they, it looks like they have it all together. But there's a lot that people don't see that goes on behind the scenes, that goes on, like, you might see two minutes of my day Mm -hmm. in the total amount of minutes that I'm living and breathing each and every single day. And I think a lot of people kind of get sucked into that, wow, you know what, Leah seems to have it all together, or um, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna have that for myself. And, you know, it's just easier to unfollow those people because you start, it's that comparison piece, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, she has such a great life. And she's always so happy. And then people start feeling bad about themselves. It's like, no not at all like you might see two minutes of my day compared to the rest of my day (laughs) where there's like 
I'm struggling with my child and might be struggling emotionally. So it's like, I think it's easy to forget that when we're scrolling online and seeing these people show up. For sure. Because we we see people's highlight reel, for sure. And um, just to go back to what you were saying with sales, like, I love the saying that you are rich in relationships. Like when people are are starting out or even if they're not starting out, if they've been in sales for a long time, it's like, I don't work with any clients that I don't resonate with. And I know a lot of people like that. I feel like true wealth is like working with people who light you up and you light them up and the exchange mutually is just so much more, it just, it's, it's elevating for both people, right? It's like, they need something you have, you have something they need. And it's very like, it's just a positive mutual exchange. And that's, that's how I feel. And the other piece too, is, you know, if you have been watching, you know, whoever you follow on Instagram, you know, we need to get away from that comparison because you don't, unless you've done the inner work to try and, you know, build that confidence and, you know, tap into that positive energy every single day. It is work and it takes a lot of work. Like I didn't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm high vibe and, you know, I'm, you know, energetic, positive going Leah. And, you know, my confidence has grown and my fiercest has grown, but it's taken a really long time to get here. It's a journey. And, anybody can start that journey and you know build themselves and step into their higher level selves and and it takes work but you know we all start we all start from somewhere absolutely I think you're absolutely right like and and part of that too with the whole comparison piece and with with our own journeys is just to show up as yourself like I think that's what's hard for people is they just want, like, they're like, oh, this is popular. This thing is popular. So let me just like create a reel about this popular thing rather than like, oh, this is the message that's being channeled through me or this is what's coming up for me. So maybe like when I make things, it's like whatever's coming up for me, that's what I'm sharing. And then Believe it or not, I look at my own feed so much more than I look at other people's right now because I'm just like, I need those messages myself, you know, like I need to like remember that lesson myself. And I feel like all the people that I look up to, whether it be like Lori Harder, Chris Harder, the Angie Lee show, like all of these people who I'm just obsessed with and I have been for a long time who've been podcasting and they've been entrepreneurs for a very long time, like that's what they say too, is like, I, I create messages that I need in that moment. And I create it in, even if it reaches just one person that needed it that day, like I feel fulfilled. Right. I feel just like so happy when someone's like, Oh, that motivated me to do whatever X, Y, Z that I couldn't do. And I'm like, yay. (laughs) It's just such a good feeling to me. It is. And I think we also forget that it's as scary as it is to show up on social media and stuff. There's a lot of people out there that they won't come, they won't outright ever say it to you, but they are truly inspired by you or people that you wouldn't think would be inspired by you or find you motivational. They'll, you know, they've out of nowhere said like, 
yeah I love watching your stories I'm like really it's like oh that means so much like it's <laughs> that's why I'm here to you know inspire and empower other people not you know look at me and look at my life because it's definitely not not all glamorous and nobody's life is no matter how no matter what you see there's so much behind the scenes of what happens in everybody's life so just want everyone to take that in and remember that yeah um, such a good powerful reminder yeah. yeah so good favorite thing to do when you're not working on your business or when you're not working um so I love meditating I love doing yoga um one thing that's a non-negotiable is like I have to I have to kick ass by kicking weights sorry if I sorry for swearing um but like for like I have to do weights once a day I have to like that's one thing that um before I used to kickbox, like before uh, COVID, when the gyms were open, I used to kickbox. So uh, for me, it's a lot of like movement oriented stuff. Um, yeah, I'd say that's like where I spend the most of my time outside of actually working on work and then my side hustle and then everything else. <laughs> and then, oh, constantly learning too. So whether it's like a book, a podcast, like I fill so much of my day with reading and like up-leveling myself so I can up-level my clients and bring that to other people for sure. Yeah, I love that. Um, are you reading anything right now, a book? So I just finished The Compounding Effect. Have you heard of it? I have. Was it good? Hello. Sorry. Hello? Thank you. Uh, can I, hi, I can hear you now. That was strange. <laughs> All good. Was the book good? Hello. Hello. Okay. I can hear you now. That was really weird. Having some technical difficulties, folks. Bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> always wanted to say that I feel like I'm a pilot <laughs> I, I can hear you now that was really weird though you were frozen for a minute um but yeah I can hear you now you've seen the fast and the seatbelt sign come on folks <laughs> <laughs> I'd be an awesome pilot <laughs> okay. you would you would be like that pilot that's so I'd be cracking funny. jokes <laughs> Like, oh, engine one has gone out. Just kidding. I love those guys. Like <laughs> I don't know what I don't know parts of an airplane. I'm can only assume an airplane has more than one engine because those fuckers are huge, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Just give everyone on the plane a heart attack. That's <laughs> like I'm kidding. <laughs> You're all getting free peanuts, although I don't know if they serve those on the plane anymore. I don't you know what? I probably wouldn't be a good pilot. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't. Uh, serve, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we don't serve peanuts anymore, Leah. Okay. Um, that's frowned upon okay. due to you know 
severe anaphylaxis. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Favorite meal to make. So I love making um, spaghetti squash with like uh, like turkey turkey bolognese, I guess you can call it. It's just so good. I have this recipe and I just, especially in the winter, I try to eat like more squash and like root vegetables. And cause that's what my naturopath and my acupuncturist both told me to do. So I feel like you eat for the seasons up here. And so that's probably my favorite thing to make right now. Yep. That definitely sounds like something a naturopath would say. I love, yeah, I love naturopaths. It's in the winter, you're supposed to eat the hot, like the hot foods, and in the summer, the cold foods, like so cooked veggies, and in the summer, raw veggies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so it's so important for like your nutrition. People don't realize how important nutrition is for like your cognitive function, and uh, where we live, obviously up in Canada, it's like we have severe. Um, depletion of vitamin D, like the sun, you know, the sun vitamin, everyone calls it, but we just need to eat for our, what our bodies are going through. And if it's experiencing, like we're animals at the end of the day, (laughs) like when we're experiencing like extreme cold or extreme heat, we just need to eat accordingly. Or you only get an hour of sleep because you had McDonald's the day prior, (laughs) don't Yeah, it's like a subtle reminder what not to do again. (laughs) I wanted, okay, I wanted to treat myself. I was like, it's Friday. I eat pretty, I eat home cooked. Like even at my um, childcare center, I support in the morning. Like we have an in-house cook. So pretty much all day is all home cooked meals. And then the one time. (laughs) Right, like I, I was punished for having a burger like you know once and I can't even remember the last time I had one so I feel like that was just really mean mm-hmm. <laughs> like naughty yeah. naughty Leah why universe why yeah oh well <laughs> okay that was oh, well. fun got some giggles going my face kind of hurts okay all right so <laughs> let's let's get into it now so tell us about what a performance consultant and an executive coach does awesome thank you so much for asking me so I feel like first of all I think it's amazing that we can laugh and giggle like this because I am a strong believer that when you when your business is operating or when you as a person if you are your business and it's a service you're operating from a place of fun and you're operating from because I believe work and play are the same thing under different conditions like it's all the same energy you just have to channel it differently so to bring that into what you're asking so Um, A performance coach is basically someone that a corporation, usually a medium to large corporation hires to come in and then I, I interview a bunch of people and I find out where there are strategic um, misalignments with what the company is trying to do. So um, a lot of the time that might look like, you know, um, 
specific training for a specific department. So for example, sales is, an, is a department that I work with, that I have worked with um, in my own business, which is like probably the most important. Um, I feel like sales is where everything kind of stems from. So if there's discrepancies in your sales team, usually that'll fix a lot of it. And then, you know, your sales will soar. Um, on the other side of it, there is sometimes just like systems issues. So for example, if they're using um, one specific type of CRM, which is a customer relationship management tool, I'll just go in and say, hey, I've, have it, I've had experience that is better for your specific business with this tool instead. So that's the performance um, consulting side of it. Usually a company will bring me in. Um, I stay on for a while, like it can, it just depends on the project and what we have to fix. But um, if it's something like company culture, that's one thing that's like really tough that can take six months to a year, right? Like that's a very long-term project. There's a lot of leadership changes that need to happen. Um, sometimes some leadership coaching needs to happen. So there's that side of it. Um, and then the executive coaching is when you know, I've done some work with these companies and say one of the executives, one of the members on the executive leadership team will just be like, you know, I'm having downfalls in this and this and this. And it's kind of just like um, translating onto my team. And so that's more of the kind of like psychology aspect of things. So we kind of get to the root problem we get to the main, you know, we get to the main goals and we can kind of just dissect where things are going amiss and then where we can fix them and what we can work on and like actionable steps. Cause I think a lot of the time it's just very like getting your feelings out. But at the same time, I like to just get down to like, I do operate from my masculine sometimes in that way where I'm just like, let's get to the work and like what needs to be done and, and we can move forward that way. So yeah, my business is twofold. I think um, it's always very customized solutions to whatever the client is looking for. Um, I have given one or two keynote speeches that are more like motivational kind of um, just based on my story and things that I've been through. And that's why I'm sharing a lot more vulnerably on social media since the pandemic. I have, you know, this outlet of sharing everything that I share in those, you know, presentations, I now have, have ability to share it with my audience online. So everything's moving online. Um, and I, yeah, so I think that those are the three aspects of what I do, the speaking, the, the performance consulting, um, which occupies most of my time. And then some of the executive coaching where we're needed, uh, essentially. I love that. Yeah. And I think uh, what really stuck out to me is you being more vulnerable in your online presence because you're human too. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's got their struggles and a lot of the times we'll bring it into our place of work. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's also feeding off of each other's negative energies. And yeah. you can definitely start to see that performance go down. Exactly. And so I think that there is that piece of, yes, the masculine energy needs to happen but the feminine energy needs to be in place too. Absolutely. And I look to, believe it or not, like, you know, how you said, you don't know when people you're inspiring people. Like I look to people like you and some other people online who really bring out that feminine. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, you're doing some sort of self care in your videos or your reels. And I'm like, 
yeah, I know I, I should go do something and take care of me instead of me taking care of everyone else. You know, I think, um, so I appreciate you for that. I'm oh, sure thank that. you. I yeah. need my reminders too. I definitely know when I'm getting to that place of I have done so much masculine work and I'm exhausted. And that's when I need to say to Leah, you need to go and do some self-care and a lot of it just yes. to like realign yourself. It's like a car. I always compare it to a car. Mm-hmm. When your car is out of alignment, if you let go of the steering wheel, it's just going to swerve off the road where okay. it, we want to, and that's not a good feeling at all. You want your car to be in alignment. You want it to drive straight to keep you, to keep you safe and keep you going where you want to go. Yep. So that's how I look at it. Yeah, absolutely. And keep you on the right path, right? Like, I think there's like a big hustle culture, but um, I think it's like you align. If you align with what your message is and what you're doing, it's so much more powerful than like forcing it. Um, I wrote, I recently made a post and it said at the end, it's like the universe or God or spirit or whatever it is that you believe in that governs universal laws it responds to ascension and elevation and not manipulation. So when you're in that masculine, and I'm not saying this about like male versus female, I'm just saying when you're operating from a masculine energy, you're like trying to force things into like existence sometimes, especially with our business. We're like, I have to get X amount of reels or I have to get X amount of things out this week. And it's like, okay, slow down, like operate from a place that isn't forceful because people can sense that energy for sure. Yep. And I think for anybody listening, and I know that I've touched on this in my podcast and um, online, but the the masculine energy and the feminine energy we're talking about is not, you know, it's not gender specific. The Mm -hmm. masculine energy, and this is for everybody, guy, girl, what have you, Um, the masculine energy is the work that you're doing. So if you have your own business, it's trying to get those sales, trying to get those clients, you know, doing the work, the feminine energy is taking a step back and doing the self-care, whatever that looks like. So going to do your fitness, um, going to read a book, uh, go playing, like playing a sport, what have you just to, you know, keep yourself centered and, For me, I personally feel like the feminine energy work is so much more important than the masculine energy work Mm -hmm. because you can't be giving your all 100% of the time because that's when you're going to exhaust yourself. The masculine energy work does need to take place 100%, right? Like that's what keeps our businesses going. Mm -hmm. But you also need to, like you said, take care of yourself first. Yeah, definitely. You can't fill from an empty cup, right? And um, it was just interesting what you said, because recently, uh, and you asked about the book. So there's a book that one of my very high level coaches suggested, and she, it's called the Kybalion. And basically, it's like a very ancient text, but it talks about the 12 universal laws, like everybody's constantly focused on the law of attraction. But there are 12 laws <laughs> so that people really should, because it governs everything. It's almost like gravity, right? And 
Um, the one that sticks out for me as you're talking is the law of gender. So like you said, it's not specific to like boy versus girl, man versus woman. It's nothing like that. It's just within everything, even that plant, even like the chair that I'm sitting on and everything, there's masculine and feminine energies. And it's about like the, at the atomic level, things are pulling and pushing together. And once you're at that like balanced state, that's when things really start showing up differently in your life and in your experience. Wow. That would be a really cool book to read. Yeah. And maybe I'll like send you the link and you can link it or whatever, but it's very interesting. It's like, no one actually knows who wrote this book, which is really crazy. Cause it's so it's from like ancient times. That's really cool. Yeah. I have to read it now. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's interesting. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I think we talked about um, what types of services you offer. So you said performance consultant and executive coach. So what, like really, what's the, what's the difference? And then what kind of services does each one kind of offer? That's a great question. So I'm currently, as you know, working on my website to kind of like break everything out into a a digestible and like very easy to use because I don't like the websites with like a million words on them personally that's just my personal opinion but um so the services for performance consulting would be like a, a three six or nine month kind of like onboarding consulting so you go on you figure out what the problem is usually it's a problem that they need to solve right so usually they're looking for people anyways that have these expertise or have these skills or have seen this in XYZ companies. Um, so yeah, that would be like the offering on that side. And sometimes it's, you know, I think I haven't had to experience like the year long or the two year long, but it could be something that can be extended, right? Like as needed, it's not, there's no, I don't like to have hard and fast rules about anything, <laughs> to be honest, that's just not how I am. I can't operate that way. Um, so that's on that side, on the executive coaching side, it's really, um, sometimes it's mandated by someone's manager, for example, if they're like a high performance employee and they want, you know, they want to move them into X, you know, a leadership role, say, say for example, they had sales for 15 years, but they don't have leadership experience and they want to push them into a management type role. That's where the disconnect is. A lot of the time is when someone is like leading other people, they don't know how to do that. So um, it can be mandated by their manager just to be like, okay, like just work with me for a few months or whatever that looks like. Um, so that, that would be the offering there. And usually it's one hour sessions. Cause I think like people take a lot from those and, and they have a lot of homework to do, I guess, afterwards, just like with any type of coaching, um, very personal. So yeah. And like, it's a lot about breaking down their own mental barriers. Like that's why I love, I love the term executive coaching. Cause it's just like, what do you need to do to get to your like excellent how, how can you call yourself excellent, right? Like, how can you get to that point where you're just like, I am more than good at what I do. Like, I don't miss 85 to 95% of the time. And that's, that's what we're kind of after. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, 
I'm so glad that you shared that and kind of broke it down for us because I was like, man, I can't wait to ask her these questions. <laughs> I mean, I think like it's easy for people to just go online and like Google performance consultant or, or, uh, or executive coach. But what I'm doing by having it be like me as the business for now, like obviously, hopefully there will be a time where I can kind of do more things and hire more people and teach them kind of my way of doing it. Um, but I think like a lot of the time people have to go to multiple people for different things. And what I'm trying to do is just make it like a one-stop shop, one-stop kind of service because I find that that's what's been needed when I've needed to hire someone like that in my corporate career. Right. So, yeah, I also think it's like energetically, I do like to have a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. Like you said, your face was hurting earlier. Like that makes me like feel fueled up because people take so many things so seriously. And like, literally we're just these apes hanging out on this floating rock and like, I try to simplify things in my business. And that's what I mean by my website. <laughs> apes hanging out on this floating rock. I love that. I just, I got a visual of all of us just kind of like sitting around. <laughs> yeah. And like, I honestly just try to bring that energy into my business as much as I can, because believe it or not, you attract what you are, not what you want to be. So when people are, are like, stress like stress balls like hustle hustle like bustle people and it's like you're not you do attract like some stuff from that but it's not going to be what you want and it's not going to give you the results that you want in the long term no. right I'm a firm believer that when you are feeling low vibe you're feeling negative energy don't show up online yeah. Because then you're not going to attract anything. And I can say that firsthand. And I know people will tell you, you know, you have to show up every single day regardless. And again, like there might be people in my upland in Monet, they be like, Leah, why would you say that? But that's just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. that people are going to feel your energy. Absolutely. And you are not, when you are feeling negative, that's when I know I need to put my phone down. If I feel like I'm going to punch through a wall, which sometimes I get like, like that, I'm just like, I'm going to throw my laptop because I'm not getting the results I want. And I'm not yeah. going to because someone's not, people aren't going to want to work with you if you're, or, you know, sign up with you or buy stuff from you if you're like, wow, she looks really angry. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I was, I thought you were done there. I, it's hard with like podcasting. So I'm like, I don't know what, if she's done talking or if I could jump in, but, um, there, That's all good. right before I came on here, right before, um, I was listening to, it was like a professional, um, podcaster guy. I don't actually know his name. Cause I, it was like a very random find. And he just said, you know how they say that the camera adds 10 pounds. Um, he's like, well, the, the podcast or the video or whatever takes 10 points of energy away. And it was so fascinating to me. Cause I'm like, he's like, show up when you show up online or even podcast, whatever it is that you're doing, 
show up like really enthusiastic because it might translate to just regular level emotions to the people listening. And I, I really thought that was like, just like a, a, you know, a God shot, like, like right before I came on here, it's like show up energetically, even if, cause I, I'm constantly feeling energetic, but there are times where I'm just like, should I show up online like this? And if I'm like videoing something and then I'm just like, wow, my energy's really low, that's going to translate out. So just, yeah. Yeah. That's- if you have to ask yourself that, like, should I be showing up online right now? Probably not. <laughs> and I think one of the things that I've started doing too is when I'm doing a story if I fuck up my words if I if I blooper I laugh at myself and I keep going <laughs> I love that and I think it's so so important to show up that way because so many people don't. And it's like, I don't even resonate with their stories. Like I literally mute their stories now. Cause I'm just like, you're so like, it's not fake. Maybe that's their way of showing up. But for me, it just doesn't resonate anymore. And I have one really, really awesome friend that, you know, we kind of, I didn't, I didn't talk to her for like five or 10 years. Like she moved out to BC and then recently we reconnected and she's now a coach. And I just, like she inspires me to be so authentic because she shows up however she's feeling bloopers and all and I think it's awesome that you said that because sometimes like you'll you'll want to re um re-record whatever it is and it's like you know what just show up and yeah that was me with my reel yesterday and you'll keep and that's the thing when you keep re-recording and re-recording it's like it takes away from the authenticity and then you just get frustrated and then you're like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do it now. (laughs) Exactly. And like, yeah, it's, there's, there's a difference between, okay, like, let's just, I'm not showing up energetically. Let's re-record this another time, which I've done before where I'm just like, wow, I, I sound tired. Let's just not do this today. Um, but one thing that I'm sorry to like, bring it back to your kind of like the business side of things, like, that's that I'm just thinking about is um as I've you know become more on the performance consulting side of things I've realized that my audience is not even on Instagram like my audience is or the people that you know I'll be working with or that I have worked with are more so using LinkedIn or Quora um and maybe even Clubhouse Clubhouse is another one that you know so for me, it's almost like I love creating the content for Instagram, but I just don't know that that's where my ideal client is hanging out. Um, so that's been kind of tough because it's like, all I just want to do is make content. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, well, where am I going to put this? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So I didn't know what Clubhouse was. Mm-hmm. And for all of you listening, you can laugh at me if you want I give you full permission and I was like clubhouse I'm like isn't that a spice company <laughs> I was like why are we all going to hang out there yeah I was like is that a place that you go and you share your recipes like I had no idea what it was that's so funny so now I know yeah it's <laughs> it's it's still actually uh, an app that's in beta testing so it's not even like but it's valuation is over a billion dollars already oh wow 
Yeah, the, it's going, that app is going far. Um, I think because of the pandemic, it's very much, you know, it's just a place for people to connect on and especially entrepreneurs or people who have businesses, but there's different rooms for everything. Literally, there probably is a room for recipes like that I don't know about, you know, there's probably rooms for everything. I'll find it. It'll be like a clubhouse room, clubhouse spice room. That is so funny that you said that because like, <laughs> I, yeah, that I didn't even think of that, but that's really funny. I like to think outside the box at all times. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Leah. That's awesome. Okay. Um, I think we talked about, I think you did touch on why it's so important to have these services available to companies. Um, is there, did you want to elaborate on that a little bit or do you feel like you have? Well, you know what, I think, yes, we definitely touched on, you know, bringing up the energy within different companies, bringing up the leadership teams, bringing, it's basically all about elevation. That's like my thing, right? But um, just to add to it, I think uh, on the numbers side, it's actually, it costs companies millions of dollars a year when they lose talent to issues like company culture. Like I have seen personally have seen corporations that are fortune 100 or fortune 500 corporations that hire talent and believe it or not on the back end, it costs $500,000 to train that talent, right? Whether it's like flying them different places, whatever it is, the trainings that they like paying for the trainings for them. And then they leave a year or two later. So there's actually like a huge financial that I have. So when I go in and I, you know, I do my pitch, my elevator pitch, which I hate that word, but like when I, I have the numbers that show like what it costs a company to lose that type of talent and to lose that type of person. And um, I think that that's very overlooked. Like a lot of people are like, oh, that's just like an extra fluff kind of service, but it's absolutely not. It's absolutely necessary for the longevity of your performance in your company. So I just want to add that in there because I feel like that's super, super important. No, and I think people don't realize that. It's like, okay, well, you could lose millions or you could hire somebody for, you know, way, 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 way less cost and, you know, save that money, you know, save your company. And it's like, because I'm sure, you know, companies will lose talent and then their performance drops hit you know, hence having a performance consultant and they're like, that's a no brainer. Exactly. And that's, thank you for saying that. I think like the top leaders do realize the importance of that. Um, so yeah, I, I think like when you add a monetary value to it too, they're just like, wow, like it's crazy how it's crazy how much they invest in people, especially these like bigger companies. Um, specifically I'd say in like the industrial engineering sector, which is somewhere I have a lot of experience, um, where there's a technical skill, right? Like it's, and, and then that person just leaves, there's ups and leaves after two years. It's like, you just let 800 grand walk out the door. (laughs) Like, so it's just, it's, uh, it's craziness. Like, like, (laughs) why? (laughs) 
<laughs> like, please come back. <laughs> like, like, give me a virtual backhand for that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, that's awesome. I, I love that. And I'm not gonna lie, I, you know, I, I never really looked into too much about, you know, obviously like there's that coaching piece and there's that consulting piece, but I never really looked into exactly what it is that that entails. So I feel like I've learned so much today. Yay. That's so awesome. That makes me feel so good that I added value to you. That's like my goal in life. (laughs) But it, it makes sense. It's like, there needs to be that piece in place, especially when you are a large company. And then especially right now in the pandemic, when your company is in trouble, it's like, okay, well, you know, your people are going to start walking out on you. And unfortunately that has happened. Um, And it's like, let's, let's get that performance piece in place. And, you know, let's, let's, you know, get this company back because a lot of people are just trying to stay afloat right now. Like a lot of companies are just trying to stay absolutely. afloat. And it's like, how and do it's, you get back there? Absolutely. And it's so tough because people are leaving, like, like, believe it or not, like HR in different companies is scouting people out who have either lost their jobs or like things of that nature. And it's just so important to have like a robust connection right now where everyone is falling like every connection is falling apart. Like even for me, like not being able to, in Canada at least, with my Canadian clients, like not being able to meet with people in person, that relationship is going to suffer whether whether I like it or not. And once we're able to go back to meeting in person, it's just, it's going to be a lot of catch up. It's just like any relationship in your life. If you kind of discard it or you're not able to like connect it just it takes that much more time and more energy to like rebuild it back up yeah for sure for sure and I think um I had a point (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at my window seeing if I could find my point but (laughs) (laughs) and I think it goes back to that masculine energy and it's like okay so you know it's the pandemic and a lot of companies are suffering right now. And it's like, I think, I feel like their first execution would be, okay, guys, we got to hustle. We got to hustle. We got to hustle. And everyone's just so exhausted. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, I get that piece too. You have to, you have to bring in profit. You know, you can't, you know, when your company starts losing, you know, millions of dollars because of a pandemic and, I feel like some of it is out of people's hands right now. I really, really do. But it's like, no, we need to put that, that feminine energy back in the workplace as well. Absolutely. And again, people, feminine energy is not girly. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, to me, what, if I were to define it, it's just aligning. For me, that's what it means. Like, I think, um, I was listening to this podcast. It was actually Lori Harder's podcast, but it was, it was someone who had a business. It was like a speaking business and she partnered with a lot of different, like large, like Richard Branson's and stuff. I forget her name, but, um, actually Emma, Emma, oh my goodness. It, it, it escapes me, but basically what she was saying is 
when her entire team is looking to a North Star goal, that's when they actually achieve so much more, right? And it's about literally just like that two minutes at the beginning of a meeting or that two minutes of like, of, of sitting with someone like a, a performance consultant to be like, what's the highest level goal of your company? And then how do we fit in and work that into everyone's performance reviews al along the way so that you're actually all leading towards there? Because I've seen in companies where like, um, sales goals are this, but finances goals are this and HR's goals are this. And it's like complete disconnect, like a big shit show. And I'm just like, okay, like no wonder no one's getting anywhere because everyone's spinning their wheels, hustling and masculine energy so much, but it's like, you're not getting anywhere. You're not moving forward. So yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when all your tires are facing <laughs> the wrong way, like the car is just not going to go anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could not agree more with, you know, the importance of bringing in what you do, what you do. Aw, thanks, Leah. Yeah. Love Last it. question, and I always ask everybody this, because everybody knows that I'm so huge on this, but do you journal? I know you said oh. you take time out for self-care, but do you journal on a daily basis? Every day, every single day. And it, it's, it's, to me, it's multiple times a day. I... Anytime I get, like, I believe that just getting it out on a piece of paper is so important for, it's almost like a brain dump sometimes. Like when you are running your own business, you are generally more creative than most people. I'm not saying like, you're not or like you have to be or whatever, but your ideas do come from either source alignment, whatever you want to call it. And getting it out on piece of paper is like super, super important to me. And then also like working through, and a lot of people hate to talk about the emotional side of things. And that's more the executive coaching side, but it's like anything that's coming up for you, that's triggering you or anything where you're reacting, there's a wound there that is like much deeper than you might think it is. And getting it even just out on a piece of paper, like uh, releasing that emotion somewhere to me is priceless. Like it's so, so, so important. So yes, I journal all day, all the time. I feel like it's part of, part of, part of like the reason I even became successful to begin with is like, just well, like, yeah. The most financially successful people will tell you to journal. Yeah. Every day, all the time. And um, to add to that, so at the end of the day, I, I make a list of five things I accomplished that day and five things that I'm grateful for. And then at the beginning of every day, I literally just write down my five things that I'm going to get done today. And sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes it's like very high level stuff. And sometimes it's like empty the dishwasher. Because <laughs> like, if I don't put it in there, it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. like, that's, but that's good, though. I think that we need to, you know, set our intentions. What and here's the thing. It's there's so much pressure now to set those intentions, set those goals. And it can be you can be really hard on yourself when you, you don't meet them. But it's better to set the intention and the goal at the beginning of the day than mm -hmm. not at all. Absolutely. Right. And yep. then at the end of the day, I brain dump at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That way I can go to bed, you know, I am a female, so we generally have like 50 million things that we're thinking about at once. But <laughs> if I can lessen that and go to bed, you know, 
feeling pretty good. And that allows me to wake up in the morning fresh. It's a brand new day. I don't have like all these thoughts going around in my head that I could have got down on paper. So couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. I think what I was listening to um, Saw D. Simone. I don't know if you know who he is. He's just such a cool guy to me. He's like a spiritual guru, but he's sassy. He's like really flamboyant and awesome. And he was basically saying like for the first 10 minutes of his day, he just like does a, a meditation in his bed. And like, I actually adopted that. And so I obviously don't look at my phone. I actually put my phone in airplane mode every single night, believe it or yeah, not. Like, same. I'm just like, well, if there's an emergency, like I'm already sleeping, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I try to just like, as I'm waking up, like those moments are so important to just like, it's, it sets the tone for the rest of your day, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I try to do that. I try to have a morning routine and I try to do a workout and then yeah, journaling throughout the day and then at night, but that's pretty much it. That's uh yeah, I think for a lot of us too, our first, our first, um, we go for our phones right away mm-hmm. and what that's doing. And I'm, and I've been guilty of this, but I'm trying to not do that. Just wake up, go get my coffee, go get my breakfast, you know, get my little one ready for for the day and because what we're doing is when we're waking up and we're looking on Instagram and we're scrolling through our stories we're already starting that comparison we're like wow this person has done this this and this I need to do that and then we're exhausted we're setting up our day for you know we there's that comparison piece we've now that looking on that phone has zapped some of our energy oh yeah so like scroll less, wake up, you know, do your med, even if it's like a five minute meditation before you get out of bed, whatever fits into your schedule. If you, I personally don't journal in the morning. I don't have time to, mm-hmm. it's very rushed. We're up and out the door shortly after seven o'clock. So, you mm-hmm. know, but you know, if you can, I always, always say journal, even if it's a couple sentences, a page, whatever you feel called to do, try and do it at least once a day. And if that means doing it before bed, that's amazing. For sure. I, I couldn't agree more. I think like one thing too, sorry to add more stuff, but no. one last thing is like, I, I'm so vigilant about adding things to my calendar. Um, so I actually have mindfulness check-ins, like it's an alarm that goes off. Even if my phone's on, like, do not disturb it, it'll still go off. Um, mindfulness check-ins at three and seven. And I don't know why I chose those times, but it's probably because I just like, I work all day, every day, all the time. Like it's not, I don't know, people have like uh, eight o'clock to five o'clock in a hard stop. Like for me, I could just work all the time. That's why weekends don't feel like every day is the same. But like I, with my phone though, going off and being like mindfulness check, mindfulness check. And like at a certain time I had like eat intuitively. And then I have like, I just have like, for me, I believe in a higher power. Um, people call it God, universe, spirit. So like the very first alarm that goes off in, um, in my day says like, invite God into your goals. So for me, like God can mean universe spirit, like whatever people think it is. But as soon as I'm like thinking of my goals for that day, I'm just like, how can I serve others and like a higher kind of calling rather than like being self-motivated or like, like motivated by selfish things, you know, like, so 
I don't know if that would help, but like adding things into my calendar has like significantly, I've seen a lot of different changes that way. I love that. I'm going to start doing that every single morning, inviting, you know, the higher power of the universe. And I'm very, uh, you know, positive, negative energy. So it's like, how can I invite that in? And not even just like, how can I serve others? But it's like serving yourself. Yeah. You have to serve yourself first before you serve others. And it's like, how can I do that so that I can show up as my best self and help other people? I love that. Yay, I'm glad it helped because I I don't want to ever tell someone what to do, but this is what works for me. And like, yeah, I think like I make everything. (laughs) So I put like sticky notes all over my place. People who attended my Envision and Elevate event were like, oh, I'd love to see your place. Like there's probably literally sticky notes everywhere. Um, And then the background of my computer is like always has like some sort of mantra so that I'm just like, okay, I remember now why I'm here, why I'm doing this, all this work, right? Oh, I love that. I love it. This was such a good conversation. I just want to thank you so much for chatting. I feel like what you do as a coach, as a consultant, it's so, so needed, especially right now with the pandemic, with COVID happening. Um, A lot of companies are struggling and just trying to stay afloat. And I'm sure there's a lot of people in this companies that are just feeling lost and just not sure what's going to happen. There's like such a feeling of ick and uncertainty. Um, I hope you enjoyed coming on the Radiant Way podcast and for everyone listening, go check out my girl May's Insta at consultmeco. Again, thank you so, so much for joining. It was such a pleasure and have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Honestly, I loved it. Thank you, Leah. That was so fun.